In this medieval fantasy one-shot, we join Trammel the Apprentice Blacksmith and Roland the Stout Farm Boy as they head out on their first adventure in the land next to the mountain. Let's see, we were both freaking out. Something was happening. We were in a cave filled with lots of treasure and there was obvious uh, um, a warm, bree warm, suspiciously moist breeze. Um, what else? I recall having a feeling that I wanted to leave, that I should not be here. And That sounds right. So um, let's just go ahead and say that um, within the large pile of coins, something is rising up from the inside, which is making a noise of several coins falling and uh, clattering and um, almost sounds, you know, with that many coins falling, almost sounds kind of like a, a high-pitched version of sand falling as this large, um, vaguely dragon-headed shaped thing <laughs> rises up out of the uh, pile of gold and starts blinking its eyes. How close is it to us? Um... Some of the gold coins are probably sliding down and uh, hitting your feet at this point. Not, you know, painfully, but just to make it obvious that you have to notice this. Is there some kind of discipline check not to lose our freaking mind? No. Uh, at this point, the dragon is not uh, pushing out any kind of fearful presence, so you are free to react normally as you wish for now. My character is socially awkward. I think this counts as a social encounter. Can we go ahead and specify that this is now a social encounter and not a physical encounter? That completely depends on how you guys want to deal with it. <laughs> it is a dragon. You are welcome to socialize or physicalize however you see fit. Uh, Roland? Um... I'm going to be stunned as I curse myself for for creating this misfortune. I could think this is bad karma for killing people too. Maybe I deserve this. Maybe we both. No, I I do. Roland doesn't. He hasn't done anything. I I don't know. I I um he is pretty pessimistic at the rate this is going. Um hmm. Let's see. And the tone to get out we fell down was like 100 meters in the air or something, right? I say it was 10 meters, so a little over 60 okay. feet. Okay. Do I believe that I can climb that? No, you've already established that last time. That <laughs> you Curses! Get up there. Okay, cool. So, you're both stunned and guilt-ridden apparently, and so the dragon will blink and kind of look around and look down at the two of you and say, Who are you to disturb my slumber? Uh... Trammel? A apprentice blacksmith? I'm a terrible person. Wait, you're, you're not a terrible person, Roland. It, it's, it's all my fault. This is karma. This is karma. Yes, I am. This is all my fault. This, it can't be all your fault. No, You've done no, nothing wrong. This is this is it, all me. I brought this on. Fault. This is my fault. I should be the one to take the blame. I'm sorry, dragon, to disturb you. 
Blame me. All right, both of you roll an instinct check. Okay. Uh, a two. Okay, uh, six. The dragon looks at both of you and says, Hmm, so you're bad people then. I thought maybe you were adventurous do-gooders come to slay me and steal my gold coins. But if you are bad people, I may have a particular use that I could use you for. I don't, I don't know if I'm bad people, but I mean... Well, I... So I well, that's actually, that sounds great. What, um, how, how, um, how bad are we talking here? Are we going to be doing forbidden things here? I mean... <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the southwest of this mountain, there is a castle inhabited by a lord of questionable immortality. He is keeping another dragon, a dear friend of mine, imprisoned beneath the castle. If you would be... Sorry, what? Is your dragon friend a deer dragon? A dear friend of a dragon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you take uh, one point of mental stress. <laughs> Irreducible. Fine. Where was I? Oh. If you would be willing to go and slay forth the beast and mm, release my dear dragon friend. I would be most grateful and would be willing to reward you for such services. What, what kind of reward? Hmm. I am a dragon. What do you think would be a fitting reward? I have much that I can offer. Something for blacksmithing. Something for blacksmithing. I, I don't want to ask too much. I'm more stunned and unsure at this point. I'm, I'm assuming a good friend Roland wants something forbidden. Hey, well, whatever gets rid of what, whatever's afflicting me. Is that what you ask for? Some, to get rid of whatever's afflicting me? Yes. Alright, so he bends down and kind of to look more closely at you and says, hmm, yes, I see there could be a problem here. I suppose a uh, hmm, down payment, as it were, of good faith would probably be in order and to ensure that, that you were able to carry out the deed, yes? I guess. Do you want my food? We've got some nice food. He's a farmer. Oh, that is mm, amusing. I mean that I should probably be the one to give you something that uh, will ensure that you carry out the mm, deed and not uh, mm, flee in terror when you 
cast sight on what it is you're supposed to be slaying. Hmm. Wait, I thought we were freeing your friend. Well, yes, your dear yes. friend. But hmm, how how should I put this? I am a rather large and impressive and powerful dragon that has not yet been able to deal with the thing that is keeping my dear dragon friend prisoner. So I imagine you could suspect that this thing will probably need slaying and may not be a easy task for you. Yes? No? Maybe? I'm being socially awkward, so... Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my instinct to think about this. Go ahead and roll instinct and trauma. Go ahead and give me a lore. Two. Five. For your instinct, the dragon doesn't seem to want to eat you. He seems kind of amused about the whole thing. Can't give you any more details as to his attitude. That would be more of a empathy check. But your instincts kind of tell you that if you accept the gift and go with this dangerous mission, you probably want to see it through to the end or flee the continent. Dragons don't take well to uh, breaking deals. And that is essentially what he's offering you. Sort of a deal in exchange. Anything for a two on dragons? Uh, this particular dragon is of a fire-breathing variety probably can see very well in the dark and fly very far very fast it seems to thrive a lot more during the daytime than uh, nocturnal time you think that you know perhaps a creature of the night or maybe a powerful werewolf or lich or vampire could possibly be uh, a good match for it that it might be willing to send people against instead so I'll ask it. So is it some mighty werewolf or lich that you send us after? No, no. Neither of those things. Oh, thank God. Is it something else? Mm, clearly. Any day, Roland. Um. Trying to think of what to potentially offer instead. Um, <laughs> you don't want to go on the adventure. Actually, you know what it 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 sounds like in it sounds like it involves going through something that's it sounds like going through places I'm not supposed to be. So I'll probably end up saying yes. <laughs> All right. So the dragon presents you each two, uh, one each, uh, but. Uh, Presents you with uh, books that you may recognize as tomes. These are books that bestow a magical ability or spell or whatnot to whoever reads them and then becomes useless afterwards. And says, hmm, these will give you unique abilities that will hopefully help you deal with things. Unfortunately, they are... Rather useless if you are not mortal, but I find that mm, collecting them can sometimes prove useful. 
So you're gonna let us help you, and we get to leave and help you. Yes. I'm good with words. You get all the words. And, of course, if you complete the task, I will help you with your mm, problem. And you with mm, something to smitherize. I'll do it. Do you, do, do you also uh, remove memories? I'm just asking for a friend. Hmm. I know of some, uh, ooh, what are they called? Um, Illithid that might be willing to help with a memory problem, if you uh, don't mind that. Illithid. Why do you ask? For a friend. Hmm. For it's, what's an Illithid? Oh, you, um... We'll, we'll talk more on that later. In the meantime, where uh, where is your um, mode of transportation? Hmm? I'm going to look up at the, the hole that we fell in. I uh, look at my feet. <laughs> I roll an empathy check. Two. Do I have empathy? One. Two. Okay. So you both sense that the dragon may be starting to have some regrets about the deal he's just made. Nothing too terribly strong yet, but uh, he reaches into his pile of gold, rummages around a little bit, and pulls out uh, an object uh, that he drops in front of you and says, mm, Go ahead and um, take this. Is it a flying carpet? Well... Can I pay a fate point to make a flying carpet? You can pay a fate point to make it a flying carpet. That will totally work. I'm paying a fate point to make a flying carpet. Okay, flying carpet is 10 feet wide, 25 feet long. That's uh, two spaces by five spaces for those of you that play D&D. &D. Nice. I'm, I'm going to show Roland the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you unroll the magic carpet. Yes. Sometimes it shimmers. But does it shimmy? <laughs> yes, it's splendid. And sometimes we'll go over and under things okay. on this ride that we're taking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> All right, now, in order to fly the magic carpet, somebody's either going to need to make a lore check or an instinct check at a minus four. What if, I just, what if we just wrestle it? Then the carpet will tear and become useless. No! Could I use my skill in artistry to know, to maybe get a hint at the best way to steer it? Yeah, I'll go ahead and allow that. It'll be a minus two penalty instead of a minus four. But knowing from the craftsmanship, I've got a four total in artistry. Oh, wow. Well, four, you know, minus two, plus two, so. Okay. So, the rug responds to whoever's sitting. You can kind of see how the pattern in the uh, front right position, there's kind of a pattern that looks a little different than the rest of the rug that tends to be the driver's seat. Oh, so it's, it's a European rug. It's a European rug, yes. And basically all you have to do is, I'm trying so hard not to say let your heart decide, um, Basically, you just kind of, you know, feels directions and um, 
We can't close our eyes, though. Say what? We can't close our eyes. No, no. Don't you dare close your eyes. (laughs) But, you know, if you hold your breath, it gets better. (laughs) Oh, okay. Focus. All right, you can have your fate point back. You sucked me in. Yes! Yes! (laughs) All right, so you guys got a flying carpet. Yes! Come on, Roland. I'll show you the world. I do a Final Fantasy dance, and then I step on. Nice. All right. Uh, you guys leaving the books behind? Are you taking those? No, with you? I put the books in my uh, my waterproof leather sack. Good deal. Oh, and uh, before I forget, who has the uh, bottle with the light in it? Um, I think I handed that over. You do? I have a silver amulet with sapphire and pearls. Oh, wait, when we did come down here, I had the bottle with the light, and you had that thing that when you touch it, yeah. it's brighter. Yes. There's, there's the glowstone and the bottle that lights up when you shake it. You may or may not need to know that you have things as it goes on. But, so, you take the flying carpet? Yes. Sure. All right, uh, the flying carpet has a max speed of 120 miles an hour, and of course the magical enchantment works to where you don't actually feel the wind blowing to knock you off as anything beyond a mild breeze. It's just kind of the uh, sight of things going by quickly that may uh, cause motion sickness. Montage, magic carpet montage. Alright, so you take the carpet up the hole, out the cave. Yes. Is it still raining? It is kind of a uh, tight squeeze. Is You have to usually just one person bend over and crawl out to get out of this little cavern. Mm-hmm. Also, it is very late at night. Are you still going straight to the castle? Well, wasn't it raining too when we stepped in? It was. Is it still raining? It's still raining. Maybe we should just stay here for the night. Okay, at least we have a carpet to sleep on. There you go. Yeah, we'll we'll stay back, and we won't fall down in the hole because that was. All right. So you spend the night resting. You get to clear any stress you may have taken over the last adventure or recently, and no matter how well deserved. Uh, I don't think anybody had taken any consequences yet, correct? Uh, he had. Yeah, if I recall correctly. Oh, the gold eye? Yeah. I'm a pirate. (laughs) Alright. So, we'll go ahead and modify that to a gold eye patch. Uh, So it's not quite as severe. Nice. And we'll say in the morning... uh, it stops raining. You guys going out? Yeah, we got a flying carpet. I'm excited all of a sudden. All right, you crawl out. Well, so one of you crawls out, roll up the carpet, and push it through to the other person, and then the other person crawls out, unroll the carpet, and you are ready to fly. Yes. yes. Now, where are you flying to? Do you remember the direction he said? I think he said... South something. Yeah, I got that. South something. Oh, this is going to be good. We're flying south. You're flying straight south? Is there any reason not to? (laughs) That is the direction you came. 
something about a king. And we're gonna fly over the city. Over the city you came from? I just remember it being dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So, you fly straight south. Are you guys doing anything? Paying attention? Going through your stuff? Just having fun flying? What are you doing? You should probably look for a city or a castle, I think. Oh, yeah, there was a castle. Okay, directions are actually an instinct check, I believe. I thought one of you had a stunt to know which direction to go, but I guess not. Yes, Roland does. Um, let's see, yeah. Um, roll instinct against the number of aspects not known for the current scene. Success allows you to invoke one aspect for free on the scene to establish the direction you need to go in order to accomplish All right, so there are three aspects on the scene, which I'm pretty sure are not obvious. Uh, Flying carpet, I think, is kind of an obvious one, so I'll give you that. So you roll instinct versus a difficulty of three. (laughs) Um... Then it would be zero. So you realize that negative two is still going to be a fail. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm okay. To see how this so goes. you know that the direction is either southwest or southeast. And you feel pretty good about heading southeast <laughs> with that roll. Southeast? Uh huh. Wait a minute. I could, that could just be me. <laughs> That could just be my curse telling me that, though. Oh, I'm, I'm going to... Well, that is that is true. You could spend a fate point and invoke that cursed aspect, declare that, hey, my instincts are telling me this, but I know they're wrong, so... I'm going to... Okay, for the sake the of the storyline, I'm going to do that. That puts you at zero fate points. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't have to do that for the sake of the story. I mean, there's a, a girl uh, that had an arrow shot through her chest to the southeast. She's dead, dude. She's been yeah. dead for a long time. I'm flying a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you head southwest, and you do see a castle in the distance. It is shaded by a large set of clouds that hang overhead. No rain's falling yet, which is probably a good thing. You don't see a lot of guards or anything standing around. Um, from this distance, you know, granted, uh, it might be hard to see, but the closer you get, the more you just don't see any movement as you're expecting. Okay, I guess we, we set her down and scope it out, I guess. Did they... Where are you setting it down? We'll do like a, a long pass around and get a layout of the land, see where the entrance is, and then go on the exact opposite side for the secret entrance. Secret entrance. Okay, that is uh, investigate to pass by and see what you notice. I'm going to use my instinct again just to figure out why it's so quiet or to see if something's going on. Investigate a zero. Three. Alright, instinct tells you that it's probably really quiet because, unlike what a castle should be, hardly anyone is actually alive there. Also, your instinct being that you think you're cursed and whatnot, 
it, it strikes you as being a haunted castle. For a zero on investigate to look for secret passages and other things. As you fly around, you notice there's a tall tower that has a balcony at the highest level that extends very far out. There is a uh, mosaic laid out in the floor of that balcony that says, Visitors welcome, please land here. I'm pretty excited about the flying carpet and everything. I don't think I'm that excited. Should people normally fly in carpets around here? <laughs> you've never you've never seen a flying carpet before. But that doesn't mean you're the only thing that flies. Okay, yeah. I'm just wondering why it says please land here then. I guess people fly like in eagles and other I'm gonna look at Roland and be like, that's a trap. That that's a trap. It's the only thing I see. But it's a trap. Still it does seem kinda of tempting. <laughs> Ooh, GM, are you going to invoke his uh, aspect and he can't say no to make us go there? Uh, for the sake of the story, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, it's coming across. He's basically telling you you're not going to do that, but forbidden means wonderful, so. Yeah. I'll, you want to persuade him to go ahead and land. All he's going to do, Don, is he's going to invoke your, what is it, the forbidden thing? Yeah, so I spend a fate point to tell you to do something, and you can either spend a fate point to say, no, you're not going to do it, or you can accept that fate point, and now you have one to spend later. Yeah, and since you had no fate points, then he gets to kind of control what you do for one thing, which is why we always want to have fate points. But now we're going to land. Like, you know what? It's maybe not a trap. All right, so go ahead and uh, give me an instinct or investigation as you're landing. Looking around. Man. Investigation of four. Five. Okay. You guys notice uh, a couple of bats kind of fluttering down towards this landing balcony as you're headed towards. Instinctively, you kind of get the impression these are not normal bats. I mean, they're normal size for bats. But something about them just really strikes you as, hey, this is not normal. For the investigation check, you notice that uh, one of the bats is wearing a hat and the other a scarf. And as they you know, land, they start to grow and twist and shape until they start to look like people. Also leading you to believe that, hey, these bats might not be normal, natural, everyday bats. But I am on a flying carpet. Yes, you are. And I kind of feel like I deserve any bad coming to me. So I'm okay. Okay. But I got a flying carpet. Apparently that's all you wanted, so... You know what you can do with a flying carpet? You can die happy? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So we're coming in to land. Yep. You're reacting to these people in any way? We kind of got a fate point to do it, so... <laughs> How would we react and still land? What do I know about vampires? That would be a lore check. Negative one. Okay, you know that they are misunderstood, polite creatures that sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> no, no. I was putting a fate point to re-roll that. That's not, totally a good idea. So they're not... I Actually, can I spend a fate well, point? If I know that, maybe I should bring out the stone. 
wave it around. That's why it can glow as well. They sparkle and can I, I just want to pay a fate point to make them not sparkle. <laughs> I'm okay with wanna, that. I don't want to change. You anything still think else. they're misunderstood creatures, yes. but they will not sparkle in the sunlight for a fate point. That is hypocrisy to my unknown mind. Well, I mean, they really don't. But you are spending a fate point to establish that you don't believe that. So. <laughs> Can, can that be that they also don't do that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Roland, what are you doing? Oh, let's see. Um, potion I have. We have tomes. How would I react to a bunch of people-shaped bats? I would consider starting a fire on the carpet. What? But then I'd also realize that no, I don't think that would be a good idea. Um, <laughs> let's see. I uh, try to pretend to make a fire using the glowing stone. Okay. So, are you touching the glowing stone to make it light up? Yes. Okay. Uh, roll a... What is it? Will. Two. Okay. Uh, one of the large bat shapes, uh, I'm sorry, there's a blinding flash of light from the stone, and one of the bat humanoid shapes crumbles to dust, the other <laughs> jumps deeper into the tower, into the shadows. Well, I guess we're going in the front door. <laughs> you're not going, you're not going to keep going in this way? No, that's what I said, that's Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's what I say. I guess we're going in the front door. All right. Now I need both of you to roll a will defense check. Two. What's will? I got a negative one. Nice. So it was a mental attack of four. So <laughs> Roland takes two mental stress, and he's okay. And uh-huh. Roland takes five mental stress. Hmm, I have a mental stress track of two. All right, so would you like to be taken out? What happens if I'm taken out? You try and kill Roland. No. (laughs) I would feel really bad about that afterwards. Okay. So Uh, for a... Moderate. Moderate? Yes. Okay. So we'll call that... They've seen my nightmares. They've seen my nightmares? Yes, or they have, if you want to be a little more proper. Is nightmares with a K or an N? N. Okay. I take one mental stress. Yep. So we land? We land. I didn't start a fire. You want to start, let's start a fire. <laughs> you can. I think one of you has got a fire starter aspect still, yeah, right? You can yeah, that, yeah, that's fires. Yep. All right, so what do you want to set on fire? Um, I suppose I'll look for any, um, figure it, everybody's dead there, so there probably might be just a broken door or some... Some robes of dead vampires? The balcony, to go into the actual tower, there is a curtain that keeps the room inside closed off from the balcony. It is partially drawn open, but there's darkness beyond the curtain. Uh, You don't see anything wood-wise on the balcony itself. No wooden stakes lying around for some reason. 
And there is a pile of ash, although it looks like that's already been pretty thoroughly burned. Why don't do we need to start a fire? If we stay up here, they're gonna come up here and do bad things to us. We could make a really long stake. Go to go look for the woods and chop a tree and turn it into a really long stake. It just murder all of them. I I don't know. <laughs> you know they're they're dead, so I don't feel bad. That's good. You shouldn't feel bad about killing dead things. Maybe they have like brothers and sisters or something. <laughs> yeah, like blood brothers, only an undead version. <laughs> okay, so we we have we're on top of their landing tower. We've mm-hmm. killed some vampires. Mm-hmm. My main thing is I think we have to keep moving. Do you want to like start a fire here to prevent anybody from coming in behind us? Well, I mean, should we roll up the carpet too and take it with us? Or Yeah. Oh, I've already done that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, the uh, carpet is five feet tall if you roll it up. And it's going to require a uh, physique check to be able to bundle it up and carry it without it being co- becoming okay. a hindrance. I will do that. Not. Or it's a physique of, physique of one. At least you can maybe hide it from the rain or something. Can I look oh. through the tomes and just... Can I read what the powers give me before I do it? Or is it just kind of random? You can try and translate the covers, but once you open it, you're kind of stuck. There is one that is blue and kind of has a metallic sheen to the cover. And there is one that is purple, and the shadows seem to move around on it. Uh, Do I have any idea what those mean? Well, there's also writing in a language you may or may not know. That would be a lore check to be able to read. Lore of one. You got no clue. Yeah, I got no clue. Mm. We can make a torch out of it. No, no burning. Oh. No burning the rug. Does the rug have a personality of its own? No, this is not Aladdin's rug, unfortunately. It, okay. it does not have a soul imprisoned in it yet. Wait, what if... What? Anyway, <laughs> what if we drape it up and put it in front of the door we're going in and it prevents people from following us. I mean, I'm okay with you trying to do that. What do you think? Sure, let's give it a shot. Because we can't carry it inside with it. Somebody's just going to steal it, though. Uh, Are there any lights? I figure you'd probably just want to keep it out of the rain or... Yeah. Are there any, like, lights or torches around? Not that you can see. Are there any woods outside around this that we remember seeing on the way down? Uh, no, this is kind of hill valley. You don't see anything but plains to the south. There is desert if you go too far to the west. And east is more hills up to the mountains the way you came. Not even like, say, some farmland where there might have been a bale of hay or something. Uh, no, there's no farmland around. There's a road that kind of stretches there. I mean, you can uh, do an investigation check to see if you can find any wood from where you're at. Okay, I'll give that a shot. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, one. No, negative one. Negative one. Okay. Yeah. 
you may consider if any of the things you brought with you are made of wood, but otherwise you're not going to find anything. It's almost as if something is taking great care to make sure there is no wood in the area. Probably. Well, maybe yeah. we can find a door or something. Yeah, let's go in. I'm going to... Is there a place I can hide the carpet inside? All right, so you step inside. There is absolutely... Oh, we have nothing. light. We have, have the bottle of light, and he has his sun thing. Okay. Which one are you using? Why not both? Are you using um, yours, Roland? Uh, yeah. Because yours didn't kill them, so let's keep um, doing that. You want to hold the stone up, I guess, so I could at least look around. All right. There is a blinding flash of light. Go ahead and roll a wheel check. <laughs> no, it's too bright. <laughs> Oh, um, negative one. Zero. Okay. Well, it's a good thing you guys aren't vulnerable to sunlight, or you'd be taking damage right now. The problem with using the stone, unfortunately, is the bright flashes it makes, blinding. Okay. So then it goes straight back to darkness, except for these spots you see that fade after a little while. Okay, let's, let's use that as a reserve. What if I just pull up my bottle of light? There's hardly any glow to it at all when you first pull it out. Shake it. Okay, you shake it, you hear a faint rattling, and suddenly it glows. It's brighter than a torch, but not blinding light, so that you can see around you. Okay. There are several coffins that are covered in cloth, so that at first, you know, it may look like they're actual tables set up, oddly shaped tables. But since you already know kind of what you're going into, you can tell these are definitely coffins. Hey, you can burn that, right? A wooden door with a metal latch at the far end of the room. What if you set these things on fire and we use it and burn down that door? Yeah. Maybe use the curtain, too, from before. The curtain? Yeah, wasn't there a half-drawn curtain? Yeah, it's curtain separates the balcony from the room. Sweet. All right, so if you're starting a fire, give me a tussle check. Pretty plus two since you're using the stuff in the room. Uh, four. Okay, it burns. Where all are you putting the fire? What all are you burning down? All the sheets and everything next to the door. Okay, give me a flexibility check, both of you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Minus one. One. Okay, so Roland takes one point of physical stress. The uh, As the door catches fire, lightning starts arcing from it. Apparently there was a lightning trap on the door that is being set off as it burns away. Yeah! Um, you guys weren't touching the door, so just a little bit comes out at you, uh, which is why Roland only takes one point of physical stress as it unpleasantly shocks him, makes his hair stand straight up for a little bit, and eventually the door kind of falls uh, in, excuse me, towards you, still kind of smoldering in fire and ash. Yeah, adventurers. What? <laughs> What's inside the room? You mean on the other side of the door? Yes. The other side of the door is a very short hallway in which you can see another door directly in front of you. Walls to your left, to your right, 
It looks like a spiral staircase that ascends downward, stopping at one floor before descending even further into darkness. Go ahead and roll instinct or investigation. Either one? Your pick. You got to tell me which one you're doing. Uh, instinct for me. Four. I'm going to look around for a three. Okay, instinct. You get the impression that the door in front of you may possibly be similarly trapped to the one you just passed through, but it's giving off a different aura than the rest of the castle, more of a light than a darkness. Investigation, you see just the fleeting glimpse of a uh, woman at the ground level, not that it, you know, the spiral staircase descends further down into darkness, but you see a glimpse of a woman kind of ragged purple clothes that were once expensive and just kind of disappear around the corner of the doorway down there. She seems vaguely familiar. Really? Really? <sighs> what do you think, Roland? We have to go rescue this dear friend. Hmm. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure, let's do it. Maybe they'll... Who knows what they could be hiding down there anyway. We, we planned for adventure and we found it. And she did. So where are you going? Thank you for listening to this one shot. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have the iTunes and the Stitcher. We have campaigns in Dresden Files, Star Trek, and one-shots and other things as well. You can check those out. If you would like to leave us some feedback, we would love that. Good things, bad things, all the things. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com. We have the Twitter and the Facebook. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear it. Hope you keep enjoying. Hope you keep enjoying.